Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Holy shit, we got a fun episode today. Uh, it's another classic throwback About Last Night podcast episode. That's right, baby. It's Memorial Day. It's a special day. We thought we'd have a special episode. Uh, also, Brad and I's travel schedules conflicted and made it not possible for us to get a new one. But uh, this episode is, this is the best part about having some of these throwbacks. Um... Once, when the podcast first got going, we had a handful of you guys following us, and the numbers have really grown, and we've got so many really hilarious episodes from a year ago that, uh, you know, a lot of you, I don't know if you're going back to listen to, because now we're really moving forward with dope guests and better content, so it's fun to go back and listen to some of these stories that we haven't uh, shared before. Uh, this one's really awesome. Talk about Brad's first uh, acting job on Nickelodeon, uh, me getting in trouble as Wolverine at Universal Studios, uh, and we also get to hear my three-year-old nieces at the time talking about their love for Justin Bieber uh, at the age of three. Um, as well as uh, midget fights in McDonald's ball pits uh, and other hilarious uh, stuff. Um, have no fear, all new Brent. Have no... A lot of fun stuff coming up on the podcast. We've got some incredible guests that we are recording this week. Dion Cole from the Conan O'Brien Show. Greg Fitzsimmons, who's been a writer for ESPN. Chelsea Lately, uh, Comedy Central, The Roast. Uh, Howard Stern, he's got his own show on Howard Stern's network on Sirius Radio. Burt Kreischer, Tom Arnold, Adam Devine from Workaholics and uh, Pitch Perfect and Modern Family. Uh, I just spent two weeks with him in New Orleans uh, doing season two of his Comedy Central stand-up show, House Party. So he's going to come on and talk about that. Uh, our buddy Rick Glassman from the show Undateable that premieres NBC Thursday with our buddies Chris D'Elia, Ron Funches, and Brent Morin, who are all past guests of the About Last Night podcast. So a lot of really fun episodes coming up, uh, but we really hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's a throwback. It's fun. You get to hear uh, hear Brad and Adam a year ago and how we before we hit puberty. Uh, some some tour dates coming up for both Brad and I. Uh, Brad Williams, where's he going to be, folks? Well, I'll tell you, when he's not making shoes and cookies, you can find Brad May 29th through May 31st. I'm sorry, May 29th through June 1st at the Omaha Funny Bone, uh, June 5th through June 7th at Side Splitters in Knoxville, Tennessee. And Brad, June 12th through June 15th, uh, is doing Bonnaroo, the huge music comedy festival. That's a big fucking deal. We're proud of our buddy. Uh, Adam Ray, you can find me at the Pioneer Underground Theater in Reno, Nevada. May 29th through May 31st. Uh, you can find me at the Hollywood Improv on June 3rd and June 4th at 10 o'clock, both those shows. I'll be at Gotham Comedy Club uh, doing Access Live on June 19th uh, at 10 o'clock. And then uh, the weekend with Sebastian Maniscalco, June uh, 20th through the 22nd at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. And then, of course, I'm headlining the La Jolla Comedy Store in San Diego, California, June 27th and 28th. Those are special shows because I'm going to be doing a lot of singing. Uh, Jeff Scott, the incredible keyboardist at the Comedy Store in Los Angeles, is coming down with me. And we've been doing these late-night sets where we improvise... Uh, a lot of my set, I, I sing some of my jokes. We improvise songs with the crowd. It's really fucking incredible. It's really unique and special, and I can't wait to do it down there. So come out June 27th and June 28th. Uh, that's all the information for the tour dates. Of course, pick up my album, Pop-Tart Suicide, on my website, adamraytv.com. Get uh, Brad's album on his website, bradwilliamscomedy.com. Of course, the album is hi-ho. It's hilarious. Get it. Uh, continue to rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. When you do five-star ratings and comment, it helps our ratings go up, and we continue to uh, to climb the charts and take over the, the world. 
<laughs> fuck. Sometimes you just talk on these intros and you don't know where you're going and you just uh, hope that you don't embarrass yourself. Uh, that's all the information. Thank you for listening. Uh, we love doing this podcast. We couldn't do it without you guys. A lot of fun shit coming up. But for now, sit back and listen to this throwback classic episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the About Last Night Show. Did you miss us? Hey-ho. We missed you. I'm Brad Williams. There's my co-host over there with a fancy new haircut, Adam Ray. And <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little Jersey Shore-esque, which I didn't realize until people were like, a couple people, the same thing that they did when I first bought my vest. When they're like, hey, Marty McFly <laughs> called. He wants his back to the future vest back. <laughs> Polly D called. He wants his hair back. Exactly. Yeah. Well, see, I just. Also, I was fist, I've been fist pumping nonstop, so I think I'm calling. See. I'm asking for it. I would go less Jersey Shore and more like you look like the Jewish Bart Simpson. <laughs> oh my god don't have a cow man as long as it's kosher <laughs> oh my god brad williams oh yeah uh you're a comedian before we uh what would his name be what, what would jewish bart oh name oh be? uh bart simpsonberg <laughs> or bartholomew wait. bartholomew simpsonberg or yeah simpsonberg S- simpsonstein <laughs> Simstein, don't have a cow man as long as it's kosher, dude. That's <laughs> that is your first T-shirt, Adam yeah, Ray. That's hilarious. Uh, before we get everything out of the, uh, before we get into the fun stuff, we just got get a little business out of the way, and that is, uh, you probably noticed that we were gone for two weeks. Uh, half of that was uh, because uh, I had some work, some acting work, which we will talk about, and uh, then Adam was busy. But then also because uh, some things are happening here at the GoCast Network. Uh, I wish I could talk in detail about it, but I really can't. Just just know that um, there's changes being made at the top. Uh, management going through some stuff. Uh, mommy and daddy are fighting. We we like mommy and daddy. We love mommy and daddy, but they're fighting. So uh, we don't know. We, it's one of those things where they're fighting yeah. with the door closed, and you can kind of hear through it, but it's mo- you hear like. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like all right, did he it's like, wait, the belt or did he spank her? Yeah, who hit who? That's yeah. either sex or I should jump in there with a yeah, 911 yeah. call. <laughs> Put your tits on these pancakes. No. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we just want to let you, our loyal fans, know that uh, do not uh, delete our podcast. Stay subscribed because, uh, to be honest, we don't know where we're going to end up. Uh, we may. I, I know GoCast is being retooled. We may stay here. We may go and do our own thing. We may join some other networks. But uh, just know that we will continue to do a podcast. Uh, you may have some spacing, co- couple weeks in between shows, but uh, while we get it figured out. But we will get back to a normal schedule. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for rating us on iTunes. Thank you for le- leaving comments. Thank you for the tweets. We read all of them because we're egomaniacs and we like to read our twitters and uh see what see what happens but thank you uh but yeah the uh, the other week that uh, we didn't do a podcast i was busy because i got an acting job at the most oh boy. at the most prestigious network in the land yeah right lo- the most prestigious lo- network lo- in the land logo 
Not logo, <laughs> but right there. Logo is the gay and lesbian network. Yeah, right, yeah, right. right there. Uh, I got an acting job on uh, Nickelodeon, and as soon as they cast me on a Nickelodeon sitcom, I thought, "Wow, these guys have not seen my YouTube videos." Because <laughs> would... what if they had just cast you to dance Gangnam Style? That would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been brilliant, actually. It w- it, Are you kidding me? I don't know why a show hasn't picked you up to do that yet. Right. Just a dance guy. I'm just serious. Dance gang how, style? I mean, the, the, the only reason it doesn't have millions of hits is because the right sites haven't picked it up yet. Right. And because, you know, but uh, <laughs> it'll happen. Uh, it'll so happen. What, did you, what did you do on the show? Uh, well, the, the the show is called Salmon Cat, and uh, it's not out yet. But uh, it's some off. It's some spinoff of the iCarly show. There's well, some, then it's gonna be yeah. That, yeah. That's, that has a built-in following. Like from it's. Talk about a built-in following. There's these two girls who are playing the characters Sam and Cat, and I'm talking with them. I'm like, oh, you guys are so cute. You're young. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll, wa- yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch my language. Yeah. And then ever they... See, ever seen a midget's ass? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm trying to be nice because I know I have a filthy mouth. And then they look at me like, motherfucker, I'm 20. You're like, what? Oh, yeah, dude. Kids, like, kids swear way more than adults. Yeah, that and I thought they were 12. Yeah, because they look twelve and they're on Nickelodeon. Yeah, and then they're like, "I'm twenty. I like," and they started making dirty jokes. And you're like, "Oh shit! Now I'm the creepy uncle." Sure. Uh, <laughs> so it, it it happens. And then I looked them up on uh, Twitter. Uh, Ariana Grande is one of the names of the actresses. She's got five million followers on Jesus Twitter. Christ, five million. That's, million. That's I'm so sitting many. here at my twenty-one thousand, going, ah, "I'm hot shit." I'm the man. Oh, yeah, dude. 21,000 followers. Yo, I could send out a tweet and have five people at a pizza place tonight. Isn't that nuts? That's what I could do. Isn't that nuts? Even uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus has like 120,000. Right. And you're like, you, you were on Seinfeld, the greatest sitcom of all time. Wow, you're on dude. Veep, which is an amazingly yeah. amazing show, and Doesn't you got 120,000. Doesn't matter. But, man, you, you, do you, do you... Do you dress like you're 25 but look like you're five? <laughs> Dude, that, that's and obviously you you when you say she looks twelve, I hundred yeah. percent believe you because just the way obviously all the image driven shit and it's gotten even worse with more and more magazines and sites and mm. and just rating systems and whatever and just the way that people this day and age are comparing themselves nonstop. Uh, you see these girls wearing like ty- uh, dressing like they're twenty five. It's like dude, you're at the mall. It's just like you see a girl. Oh, she, let me go hit on that girl. Like you know, she's working on some you know little notebook. Like, hey, uh, you know what you working on? Can you buy you a drink? She's like, I'd love to, but I gotta finish studying for my spelling test. You're like, oh shit, how <laughs> oh, old shit. are you? Nine. Cool. You All look right, like you're forty. Moving on. Uh, and and I and it was made even more creepy with the fact that one of the stars of the show, I will not say which one, uh, was getting text messages from a. A friend of mine, sure, uh, who is forty, uh, and God. he was texting her. She oh, is God, twenty dude. and looks twelve. You know he, what though? But that's... he did not know that I was there, obviously. But and she's like bragging about, oh my God, so and so texting now, me, and that, I'm just like, oh, is the twenty? See now the forty uh, to twenty age difference. I know it like. <laughs> and maybe I'm maybe I'm starting to get defensive because I'm anticipating being in that similar situation because <laughs> you're 30 and not looking to settle. Yeah, but um, but I mean I I think what it is you have to break it down like in different stages of life. Right. 40 to 20, uh, there's gonna be some questions from mom and dad. You know, right? Um, like, why is your boyfriend older than me? Sure, 60 to 40. <laughs> no, it's acceptable. You're both adults. You're both halfway right. through life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make your own decisions. Sure. Um, hey. 
20 in, te- uh, 20 in fetus? You know, that's probably, <laughs> hey, man. That's a little. You're probably going to ask, hey, uh, so what are your intentions with my daughter? Well, first of all, sir, I'd like to see her, I'd like to see her born. Yeah. That, uh, if, if she comes out happy and healthy. If she comes out happy and healthy. Then we could talk. <laughs> see, this goes back to a joke I have in my stand-up where is, if, there, if there's the guys out there that want to go for the young, for the girls that look you know, like they're 10, like they're like, ah, I'm a pedophile, but I can't commit. Just date midgets. That's all I'm saying. Just Hilarious. date midgets. That's all you got to do. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah. We we look young, you but feed, we're older. You can feed that childlike. Uh, yeah. I've had fetish. sex with I've had sex with plenty of dwarfs where I've looked down and go, all right, this kind of looks wrong. Whoa, for real? <laughs> Dude, yes. Oh, my God. Yes, I have. And it's it, based on the size of the anatomy. E- everything. Or? Yeah, based on the size of everything. Because, I mean... She was eating a snow cone. <laughs> I mean, there was just like... It's like, did, did, did you have to wear a Door the Explorer t-shirt? <laughs> did you have to do that? Did you, uh, like, uh, and you're singing the Go Diego Go theme song. <laughs> really? I mean, because this is getting kind of creepy. Oh, uh, but it was a blast. I had uh, fun on Sam and Cat. Uh, it, but it, it was weird, though, because it's like a kid's sitcom. Right. So you're there all day doing, like, kids jokes. Live audience? Uh, no, uh, 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 laugh track. Uh, so that's going to be fun. I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that, but, uh, obviously yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, it's yeah. a laugh track. Wait, so your character is, Oh, my character is Hector. Uh, don't be fooled by the sound God, of the, if you had a mustache and a sombrero. <laughs> there would be no reason for them not to have you dance Gangnam style. <laughs> uh, my character is Hector. Uh, my character is someone that... for a pinata, like, Close. Uh, <laughs> well, um, the girls are having a feud with the, the bad guy, and I'm the bad guy's best friend. Awesome. So they kidnap me uh, as, to uh, it, as, to hold for ransom yeah. until the bad guy gives them what they want. Now, here's the thing with my character is that I didn't speak English. I didn't speak any language. I, I, I spoke gibberish. So I, I was so in talking. Audition, they asked you to make up your own language? Yes. So I believe my first. What type line, of research do you do for that? Uh, I just go to Koreatown <laughs> and then just try to <laughs> just try just try to rinse just and repeat. Or, just order something. <laughs> yeah, just go to any Chinese restaurant. Order something not on the menu and right. listen to them yell at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Okay, there it is. Can you say that again slower? Yeah, yeah. Like um, and so in. In the audition, I'm just supposed to be like really angry and yelling in a crazy language. So I'm like, and it's funny because I was literally like looking around the room and like when I would see objects, I would turn that into a gibberish word. So if I saw like a coffee mug, I, I, I'd be like mug luck or like something like that. So it ended up being like a lot of like just random objects yeah. in the room. Uh, yeah, it, but it's interesting to do a language because then I would actually have the guys who were on the script. Like walk up to me and say, um, "We really need you to say the gibberish that we wrote for you." Oh Jesus I'm like, Christ! Really? You it, Easy, really? Buddy. Easy. Yeah, it's because. But the thing was, they have a lot of inside jokes. Like they would have like writers' last names in the gibberish. Oh, yeah, I mean, so, I guess give it, give it to them. So it's like, all right, I gotta. Uh, yeah, and I, I guess what? It, but you know, but even at that point, there probably is some gibberish that's funnier than other like right. lines of gibberish. So like, and the only line I got exactly right was the first. Like Gre- line. Greg's wife loves black dildos. So like, you know. <laughs> So if you could just throw in, uh, you know, uh, who's that porn star? Uh, why am I blanking on my black porn stars? I should know them. Benny's got a cyst on his taint, so say taint, <laughs> so say taint cyst backwards. Taint cyst backwards. Cystatonse. Is that perfect? What, is that really what it is? I don't know. Uh, maybe I maybe, maybe I'm, just made up a type of paste picante sauce that never made it. <laughs> a type of salsa that never made it. Cystatonse. 
perfect. Yeah, like my first line was Ukadesh vle itzpak balik deku. And I had to say it like that. I think he played for the Nuggets. Sharif Ahmad Abdul Rauf. Ahmad Abdul Yo, that guy. Yeah, Ahmad Abdul Rauf. You know his name was like Chris Anderson or something? Chris Jackson. Chris Jackson. Yeah, it was Chris Jackson. But he, then he, he played for the Nuggets. He came. Later the Grizzlies. And then, he, and then he was. He joined Allah or something? Yeah, Muhammad Ahmad Abdul Rauf was his name now. And then it's like, yeah, you got to switch to that. Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Yeah. That may be the coolest name of all time. That's what I should have done is just read off Muslim NBA players. Like You should have – yeah. Ah- Ahmad Abdul Rauf, Kareem Abdul Jabbar <laughs> is on a Sharif diving Abdul show. Rahim. Sharif Abdul Rahim. Dude, <laughs> those, those, those names sound like you're putting, A, a curse on somebody's family, <laughs> B, a sex position you have to pay at least 60 bucks for in the red light district or D something you don't want on your salad at the Olive Garden. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the Sharif Abdurrahim <laughs> on the side. <laughs> so I want the uh, balsamic, the uh, sliced strawberries are cool. If you can uh, do some avocado on there, that'd be great. But the Ahmad Abdul Rauf, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, it's not exactly in season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know how fresh it is here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're good. We're, we're good on I'm that. I'm trying to not eat carbs. Yeah, but uh, it 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 was a blast to do. So look out for uh, Sam and Cat. Hopefully and they bring you back, man. I would if love he... to be brought back as Hector and come in there and just do a more gibberish. Dude, or you know, what? I mean, it'd be great if they gave you a spinoff. Also, why isn't there? <laughs> why isn't there? Like, I don't know, man. There should be a dwarf show for kids on Nickelodeon. We're working on it, sir. Okay, We're working good. on it. Okay, good. Me, me and the me and the clan are doing a little. You For know, real? Yeah, you I, should be. I shouldn't say the word clan though. That sounds wrong. Why there isn't a <laughs> scripted? Why there isn't a scripted? Fucking dwarf show, <laughs> right? It's not fucking dwarf show. I, I, I'm putting a fucking. I'm, I'm, so it's like gigolos putting, on Showtime, but instead fucking of just fucking dwarfs. To <laughs> emphasize my excitement to seeing dwarfs on a children's network. You know who's probably blocking it? John Stamos. Jesus. Stamos. <laughs> we will. By the way, he tweeted me it. back. Yeah, I saw that. John Stamos tweeted me back. Uh, thank and you for everyone who. Thank you. Yeah, all got on him. All the fans of about, of about last night kept saying, "Hey, hey, John Stamos, why, why are you talking funny, Brad? Have mercy." And, <laughs> and he finally tweeted me back. He said, uh, "I'm not. I'm. I'm not scared of funny, Brad. Uh, I'm scared of his breath." Uh, so apparently, John Stamos knows I have halitosis. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, he told his one million. Nothing like when a guy tells his. One million Twitter followers that you yeah. have bad breath. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, because I was getting random tweets from like Stamos fans saying like, you know, uh, Altoids are just a cheap cover up, man. Like, Shut like up. I'm like, what? Jesus, really? Wow, this day and age. <laughs> and then you said um, that at one of your shows this weekend that there is a uh, oh another yeah. scared. Oh yeah, there was there there was a guy from the school of Stamos. Uh, there was a guy in the front row of my show uh, this weekend in San Antonio. And by the way, like over twenty people, not an exaggeration, twenty people were coming up to me after shows saying we're here because of the about last night podcast. Yeah, I counted. That's crazy. I counted. Like I kept looking at uh, my feature act and like Dude, there's another podcast one. It's great. It, it was great. So thank you guys for coming out. Yeah. It's always so cool when because we do this in a studio. It's just you and I talking to each other. Yeah, we, so we don't know we, the effect. We yeah, we, don't, we, we, we can't put the faces to uh, yeah to. Uh, uh, Ukadesh Vla Itzpak Delita Ku 35 on Twitter. Yeah, by the way, that guy's constantly retweeting Subway deals. Anytime I see a new $5 foot long, he's retweeting them. 
<laughs> so yeah, that always blows my mind when I would see Subway on Twitter. By the way, right? Like, I'm like, they would just post like, "Hey, the new Turkey Ranch in Swiss mm-hmm. is you know," and get a free bag of chips. I'm like, dude, the only reason I'm gonna follow Subway is if you're <laughs> tweeting funny shit like, "Hey, two lesbians just came in and stole all the tuna." LOL. <laughs> I'd be like, "Fucking retweet that shit. That's fucking hilarious." <laughs> right? Yeah. Who who's that fat that they're following like Burger King on Twitter? <laughs> like, I mean, who, who, who's unless there it was going? Funny, unless it was like McDonald's had like a fake like grimace or Ronald McDonald's yeah. eating funny shit about the right, restaurant. Right. Like, that, hey, another fat kid just got stuck in the ball pit. <laughs> you know, let's yeah. fucking uh, first uh, try to fish him out with a for, with a with one giant fry wins a free Happy Meal. Sure, sure. Yeah, just random stuff like that. You, you, you'd follow it, but I I don't need to follow McDonald's on Twitter so I know when McRib is coming back. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm good because uh, I'll know. Yeah. You don't think I'm camping outside that McDonald's? Uh, l- Listen, it, you know how when the swallows migrate to Capistrano, you know, like it's springtime or when the groundhog pops up. Sure. The when the black people start migrating to McDonald's, <laughs> that's when you know the McRib is back. <laughs> when, you, when it when the opening scene from The Lion King is happening. <laughs> but, ah, Yo, dude, that's hum barbecue sauce. Yo. <laughs> Jermaine, what's up? This man, that's it. Yeah. Fucking make ribs back. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a great idea for a sketch to use the beginning of the Lion King and then insert two black guys waking up and then sm- and then going to McDonald's to get, McDonald's get the McRib. Yo, by the way, I like that you're saying the only time they go to McDonald's is for the McRib. Every McDonald's commercial now is black only people. Black people. Yeah, I, it's really starting to. My favorite is the guy is the, is the newest one that's out. They they have some, and I'll get back to the guy who scared me in San Antonio in a second. Yes. But uh, there's a guy. Uh, he's a black dude sit, sitting in McDonald's. He has the new premium McWrap, whatever their giant version of a white yeah, burrito he's got is. Two burgers and a fucking <laughs> and a apple pie inside of it. Exactly. And he he all he does is is takes off the cap, and then from the other side of the McDonald's, the hottest black girl you've ever seen in your life, like Tyra Banks in her prime, go fuck yourself, uh, just sees the McRap opening and just, like, magically is, like, brought towards her. Like, she can't even help it. Like, she's looking around like... It's like Axe Body Spray. Yeah, it's it's one of those. So, like, basically a McRap is the black Axe Body Spray. Wow. So you just rub McRap on you. Just rub McRap on you. <laughs> just rub McRap on you. And, and McRap is not the name of an 80s rapper from the 80s, although yeah. that would have been awesome. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did I just say 80s rapper from the 80s? Yeah, nice job being redundant, Brad. You know what? You know what? Uh, let me say this about the McDonald's play place, too. The ball pit. Like, mm-hmm. they need to... You wonder why that place exists, and I think I figured it out. It's because, yeah, the wages aren't so great. You're right. constantly – you're at McDonald's working long hours. Right. The fuck, that McDonald's play place is like Cirque du Soleil for fat kids. <laughs> like, it's fucking – you get a – you have a – Cirque du Faté. Oh, yeah, dude. You have a fucking – you're watching them climb through ball pits and slides and tubes. Yeah. You might as well put a fucking treadmill in there just to top it off with things they can't do. <laughs> Because they're constantly climbing and sweating and struggling. It's right. Just, and, and the ball pit, first of all, that is the one – I mean, let's be honest. You see like a fat can get stuck in a red tube, tube slide. It's a nice little pick-me-up. Sure. Like you fucking – you feel bad, but then you're like, that's fucking hilarious because yeah. you know he's going to get out of there. Oh, eventually like, they'll they'll just like rub some honey on there and then yeah. you know, get him out. Exactly. Yeah, you're like fucking – I love that you had the confidence to try that tube in the first place. <laughs> you thought you weren't fat. You thought you could fit, you fat fuck. But – but the ball pit is really like it, it's it's a neutralizer because whether you're a skinny kid or a fat kid or a dwarf or yeah. six five, right? 
Every you're you always struggle when the ball can't move in that because thing. when God fucking created man and woman, he didn't mm-hmm. cre- he didn't fucking go you know all right men are gonna fucking think about fucking every seven seconds right women are gonna you know make best friends with women at bars over a song and then talk shit about them ten minutes later <laughs> he didn't go oh and then people are gonna uh, you know successfully be able to climb out of plastic ball pits <laughs> at fucking <laughs> shitty fast food restaurants and on the fifth day God <laughs> God made us all appropriately <laughs> equipped to climb out of plastic ball pits. It's Goulet. <laughs> yeah, I believe that was the 11th commandment that yeah. broke. Yeah, uh, and he had Robert Goulet deliver it. No, but I mean, it's like, it, it really, uh, like, because shit, man, I, I can remember, like, Discovery Zone. You remember when that existed? Oh, DZ? Oh, for birthday We're going DZ at Discovery Zone, where I can cut loose and be on my own. I'm going DZ yeah! at Discovery Zone. I remember that I one. I lost my phone on the fucking slide ball pit, and now there's a guy outside. Asking me where my shoes are at. I said they're still in the cubby. Get your hands off of my butthole. Wow, you had a different experience at DZ than I did. Hey, man, it was a DZ in fucking Dude, Bakersfield. Uh, I would always like uh, here. Here's where because and you've experienced this with me where I forget I'm a midget because it's like I'm just. This, yeah. this is just my life, and you and, like find you. Yeah, and you forget I'm a dwarf because I'm just your buddy. Sure. So I remember being at Discovery Zone and with my buddies, and we all you know, were like, what, like 7 to 10, like yeah. somewhere in there. And we're like, all right, guys, we're going to play X-Men. So everyone pick an X-Men. And then I picked my favorite X-Men, which was Cyclops, because I fucking love Cyclops. Yeah. And then he's all, a guy with one eye, right? Uh, he's got Well, he's got the lasers that come out of the eyes. He's like the LeVar Burton from Star Trek. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He literally is. He's got like the same sort of vision thing Who going came on. first, Cyclops or LeVar? LeVar Burton. I think, well, I, I you think know LeVar I, Burton. I mean Cyclops or LeVar Burton's character from Star Trek. Right. Uh, Obviously. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, it's the old classic game of who came first, Cyclops or Le- the chicken or the egg, LeVar Burton or Cyclops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fictional character or the childhood host of Reading Rainbow. Yeah. Uh, so I'd be like, yeah, I'm Cyclops. And then, like, I remember there was this one kid uh, named Brian, and he would look at me and be like, you can't be Cyclops because Cyclops is, like, really tall. Fuck that! I mean, like, Where yeah, the fuck, fuck is yeah, that kid? Yeah, fuck you, Brian! Fuck you, Brian! <laughs> I can be Cyclops. Yeah. Get, you 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 don't think laser eyes can be effective if they take you out at the waist? I'm actually more effective, yeah. fucker. You can't be Wolverine because my fucking foot's gonna be in your rectum. <laughs> and Wolverine never had feet in his fucking butt. Boy, that, piece that, of shit. That was not his power. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who? When divvying up the X Men powers, who's going for authenticity? Yeah. Jesus. So what? So if if you have the black friend, you're like, well, no black X Men. Sorry, yeah, yeah, dude. Sorry, you can be Storm. <laughs> you could. Be- <laughs> was it Storm Black? Yeah. Yeah. Storm yeah. Black. Like, uh, sorry, Jamal. Uh, you could be Storm. Yeah. There, there you go. He's like, fine. I'll be Storm. Yo, man. It's like when I worked the university. And they told me to take six weeks off to tighten up because they said I didn't look like fit enough to be Wolverine. Remember oh, that? did they? Yeah, dude. I was like in, dude, I was in fine shape. Yeah. Like, there was a, there was, I mean, there was a, a Captain America. Dude, I was just like, yeah, maybe I had a little like love handles on the side. And they were mm-hmm. like, we need to hit the gym, really bulk up those arms. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, because I'm a, I'm a fake superhero. They're like, you're right, a superhero. They're like, and she's like, first of all, everyone says you've been doing great. Spider Man, Captain America. I'm like, you mean Jeff and Todd? <laughs> Because we're fucking wearing suits and we're, we're not humans. the real thing. I'm like, dude, you think I know we're trying to like commit to the whole like reality like right. of these characters, but fucking Captain America drives an Escalade with a bumper sticker that says "Nobody's ugly after 2 a.m." Pretty sure that's not Captain America's slogan. And if it is, I need to fucking go back and read the comics. That's great. But but uh, did you, did you ever get did you ever get lost in the ball pit then? In oh, Discovery dude. Zone. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Would, would people leave and like? Or, like, they'd leave, and then uh, then they'd all go back. Like, 
it was that thing. That much, you could have hid and fucking scared the fuck out of oh, people, right? Dude, I could still do that. Are yeah, you kidding yeah. me? I, I, just, wow, I just don't want to because I don't want to wait around in child piss. No, dude, that's a video. <laughs> if Chuck E. Cheese has a ball pit, I'm going with a fucking GoPro camera. Let's do it. You're going with a GoPro camera? GoPro camera? And hiding in a ball pit and scaring kids. Oh, that that has to happen. That is going to happen. I'm to remind myself to do this right now. Subscribe to Adam Ray's YouTube channel, and you're going to see that video. If we can't get this damn podcast up in the next few weeks, you can be Chuck sure. Chuck Brad, you- <laughs> ball pit. That's all I'm going to put in my email. I don't know what that means. Or like, It's like those things sometimes you write down a joke and like in the middle of the night or something, yeah. and you're just like, what the fuck? What is, yeah, well, what, what does Captain French Fry mean? <laughs> Captain French Fry. Pa- pa- apparently Captain French Fry was hilarious, but I have no idea what that is. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, go Going back to the original story, so I'm doing uh, the LOL Comedy Club in San Antonio, which I had a blast. It a, it's a great place? Great club. Great club right next to a huge-ass mall, which is comics when you're on the road. If we have a mall, we're oh, good. Dude, it's perfect. We're good. If you've got an Orange Julius and a Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> we could spend four oh, days there. survive. Yeah, we're good. It really is amazing how sometimes the, the just desolate, uh, I mean... Just so not having much around you right. is a like, and then when you do find an area that you're like, oh god, Radio Shack, thank God, like I can play all the things with remote, I can play remote control cars for five hours. Yeah, Great. Dude. If there's a Dave and Buster's, you're like, oh, there's fucking like ninety games I could play here. Yeah, like, I yeah, can yeah. stay here. Just having some sort of like familiarity because sure. like, in some places you go, you're like, God, it's fucking the same thing. But it's like then you you forget how much you appreciate that when you go to a place and your hotel is miles from it, and maybe it's just a club and that's yeah, it and that's it. So, yeah, so. Uh, great, great club, great audiences. The last show, Sunday night, uh, smallest crowd of the week, and one of the guys, as I'm doing my as, as I'm doing my set, I notice he's got his back to me, like he's facing the other direction. Now he's laughing. He's he's still laughing at all the jokes. So I'm like, okay, okay maybe he's maybe he's deaf, like in one ear. So he's turning his good ear towards me like what's happening here so i'm curious so your I, initial thought wasn't that he was afraid no 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 my yeah, he's laughing yeah yeah because he's laughing so it's like all right cool he's like i want to listen i just mm-hmm. don't want to look at that <laughs> that mongoloid head <laughs> so uh it shouldn't be that big <laughs> i asked him i'm like hey dude who's turned around uh what what's up sure uh what, what, what what's going on and then of course all his friends i'm glad that you did address that by the way let me just say because because yeah. there's always moments in the show where you can power through and go all right i don't need to deal with this but like i think we're both at a certain level where it's like you trust that you can deal with whatever and you're genuinely mm-hmm. curious because it's yeah. like when you see something you don't see like that you're like why it, like when i see somebody texting in the front row i will stop and get to the bottom of what they were texting because i'm like what were you doing right now in the front row that you didn't think i was going to see you do that yeah like and by the way we see you texting in the front row because it's a dark comedy club and the phone lights yes. up your face it's never important either it's always like i was texting like so i've had some people be like i was texting my friend how funny you were i'm like fuck you no you, you were stupid bitch <laughs> give me and i the one time that happened i grabbed the phone and it was just like you know what's going on later like where's uh, where's brian yeah anyway. trying to plan something yeah. out uh so i and his friends rat him out his wife rats him out and goes he can't look at you because he's scared of you oh, and i go what does the crowd do and the crowd gasps at first like what the fuck like yeah. that like that's a thing i go no it, it, it's a thing but I go, all right, are you scared of me, like, 
because people, because sometimes they all gasp. But like, if you make fun of a midget in a comedy club, do we all turn into stone? Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like that's where they're like, is that supposed to? Is that okay? (laughs) Is that okay? But like, I've encountered people like you you know know those friends of yours that say like, oh, I'm scared of clowns. But then like they can be around them. Sure. They just don't prefer them. Sure. So there's different levels of the fear. So I start walking towards him like, how cure? Like I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. How scared are you? He gets up out of his seat and runs away. He's like, no, 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 no. And like he, no, no, not happening. Nope. Yeah. People start laughing at that point. Yeah, and he's like the one Looney Tunes character. Remember, like the buzzer that was kind of mentally challenged, where he's yeah. like, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. He was a rain man of cartoons. <laughs> yes, exactly. So he's running away, and I go, holy shit! Like you're really afraid. And by the way, th- this dude's a badass. Like he's a biker. He's wearing like a leather vest. He's got. T- Hats all over. Like he's like you see him on the street. You're like, all right, this dude has shanked some people, what and then the he fuck? he's running away from me. And I'm like, wow, this is insane. And I go, why why are you here then? Did, did your family like trick you? Did they, like not tell you who the comedian was that night? Like, hey, let's see, but you know, let's see what happens. Uh, but t- turns out he was trying to conquer his fear. He knew he was afraid of little people, and he saw and he heard me on the radio on the uh, on the Billy Madison show. That's an actual radio show, and it's a great radio show in San awesome. Antonio, Texas. Uh, and he heard me on there, and he's like, I want to conquer my fear. So he showed up. So I said, don't worry. I'm going to put you in a situation where you have to conquer your fear. So I got off the stage, went up to his wife, and started motorboating her. Oh, Jesus. And now he's like, what the? Wait, I should go punch him. Oh, my but, God. <laughs> but no. I'm scared. What is the equivalent of that? The guy's afraid. Holy <laughs> Dude, you start more to help him get over the fear. Yeah, because I'm like, like dude. Hey, man, because if you plan on touching these titties again, <laughs> they're going to get over fucking dwarf saliva. <laughs> so, and the, and the wife's loving it. The wife's like, grab him. And I start, so I start, start like grabbing course, the tits. And yeah. the guy's like, you, you could see him struggling. Like, he's trying to run towards me. And he tries, and he, like, he takes three steps. And then like, oh, fuck, I can't. And then like, so that's when I know the fear is real. Because he's literally watching me molest his wife. Oh, my God. And the wife's still terrified. Yeah, and still like, I feel I, bad I at any point. No. Ever. <laughs> yeah, because you love the motorboat titties. Exactly. If there's one yeah. thing I know about my buddy Brad Williams. Yeah. It's that I've seen him motorboat more titties <laughs> than a fucking than Dennis Rodman looks at me like I wish I had motorboated yeah, as dude. many titties I as mean, Brad Williams. There's gotta be there's something about that that and that is another, I think, uh stereotype is that mm-hmm. women I mean because I don't know people that motorboat anymore i don't know people that fucking ride actual motorboats but like (laughs) but the uh the amount of women i've seen that are all about having it happen to them from you yeah it's uh, i don't know if they novelty i i don't know if they think they get a wish afterwards (laughs) or like that's like the first question you're making their tits bigger somehow (laughs) like dude next time you do it you need to chant something fucking just do some of that made up (laughs) language from the nickelodeon show be like (laughs) oh my god bigger titties brad i'm dude Okay, that's got to be a bit, dude. Like, talk about motorboating after shows and sometimes – and you, you work this into your – doing the guest star on Nickelodeon. Saying, yeah. Like, you take some of that character. Sure. And how you, like, utilize it in real life is that when you motorboat – because, like, dude, the idea of you motorboating and reciting some mantra, like, mecha like a high, like a hiney ho, whatever it is, dude, that only – that either scares them or then afterwards you'd be like, you know, in five days, you know, your tits will turn to oranges or whatever right. it is. And then that bit is going to get so popular that in like GNC stores are going to start selling dwarf saliva extract. And it's, it's just going to be like, oh, ancient Chinese. Secrets. I'm Billy Mays. Do you want your tits to be full of beer? Then I got the solution for you. Dwarf saliva. Rub it on your nipples. Rub it on your tits. Shoestring potatoes. Shoestring carrots. 
Now I'm combining fucking inventions. That's the Ronco food dehydrator. Why not? Uh, yeah. So it's. Oh, I I I keep like referencing it during the show, and he's really scared. But then, like, I'm actually genuinely concerned about the guy because I want to cure him. And 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 by the way, I, I don't know what possesses people. Well, it's not a disease. He's just. It's a phobia. Yeah. It it it, it is a phobia. What's the phobia called, by the way? Uh, achondrophobia, which is it, it, like I have achondroplasia. So it's uh, achondrophobia. Uh, achondroplasia is the medical t- term for type of dwarfism that I, that I have. There's there, types. Yeah, there's over a hundred different types. Cause what it, the fuck? Yeah, because like, well, because you have guys like Mini Me who are two foot whatever. Then you got guys like me that look completely different, but yeah. still technically have dwarfism. <clears throat> right. So there's tons of different types because it is a gen- genetic mutation. So you know what? Fuck you, Brian, who said I couldn't be Cyclops. I'm already a mutation. <laughs> I, I, I'm my own damn X-Man. Yeah, dude, fucking, you better hope Brad doesn't find some fucking ooze somewhere and just elevate his mutation oh, to the next level. They will be teenage mutant ninja midget. I had four sons. Originally, Leonardo, Donatello, the guy from Captain EO, and Brad. <laughs> Thank you, Splinter. Uh, yeah, so d- during my set, I would slowly, because like, I saw the guy laughing, so I, I, I would slowly start walking towards him, but not... Um, mentioning that I was walking towards him, and all, and all of a sudden I'd be three feet away from him, and then I go, "Hey, buddy, I'm three feet away from you, and you're not running. You, you're doing better." And like the crowd would start applauding, like, "Yeah, he's ne- he's next to the midget." Like, and by and by the end of it, uh, when he came up to me after the show, he gave me a big hug. He's like, "I can do it." That's I can do it. Yeah. Wow. You're like fucking. Um, what's his name? Uh, Tony Robbins. <laughs> Yeah, only uh, my my teeth Dude, are one cured, size. That's incredible, though. So you took it upon yourself at that point. Yeah. You're like, the show's going to continue, but I'm going to fucking make this guy okay. Right. Well, I mean, but you did this post show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you and couldn't turn the show into an AA meeting. For, no. For, for <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm Ted, and I have a problem with midgets. It's been uh, twelve days since I last cried while uh, while watching the Willy Wonka movie. Uh, Ted, that's <laughs> great, but this is an abortion clinic, so I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> Oh, I thought I, I I I saw the pictures of the fetuses up front. And I thought they were midgets. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did we, did, we, did we just get inappropriate? Maybe. Maybe. Eh, eh, why not? Hey, man. Eh, fuck it. So, uh, but I just well, don't... that's that's very big of you. No yeah, pun intended. Yeah, and I just don't get the fear because it's like, why are you afraid? Of, like it's not contagious. Like I can't, like I can't walk up but to I you, bre- breathe on you, and you go, "I'm melting." You know, like like, like that doesn't happen. Well, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what that halitosis shit midget breath you got. <laughs> Stamos might be onto something. Damn it, Stamos. No, but you know what? It's one of those things that you don't. Out of sight, out of mind. You're not around it. You don't know enough about it. You, right. Like we've talked about, you create these stereotypes. You create these um, uh, things to be cautious of because mm-hmm. you don't – these just – you know, like I, I – that's why I understand right. the fear, but I don't – but even before I met you and we became friends because I don't think I'd like been around a dwarf un- yeah. until then. Yeah. You see them, you know. At, yeah, you see them on TV and stuff. Yeah, or you see even, them in Disneyland or whatever. I, mean, I can't even think of like where – I mean I'm sure just – you know, you see one like on the bus or an airplane yeah, yeah. or fucking, um, you know, in a Mickey Mouse suit or um, – <laughs> Well, that and you know that if you take a recorder flute and you play a certain segment of notes, we have to come running. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's just – we all know well, that. Well, that's why – dude, why do you think I got so good at hot cross buns? <laughs> you think my mom made my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? I had fucking 16 dwarfs living in my closet making my sandwiches. <laughs> Hot cross buns, and they're like, speaking of buns, <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> would you like a Cinnabon? Uh, no, but yeah. yeah, so I, but it, it is, I don't know, I can't totally understand it because it's just like, it's still a person. So right. it's like, what do you, 
Yeah. And you know, if you're going to pick a, a sect of people to be afraid of, um, yeah, and, and, and this is where we could go down race road, or we could. Oh fucking, sure. Oh, could, oh, speaking of that, could, you know, I saw the movie. People for- with shaved heads. I mean, yeah, I, I'd be dude. After I saw like American History X or some shit, like I, I see people shaved heads still. Some people immediately go, "Oh, does he have a type of cancer?" I'm like, "Oh, does he have a type of uh, anti-Semitism?" <laughs> Like there's so you're just cautious as a Jew. You're yes. like, all right, I got to be kind of. I mean, for a little bit, I was. And right. Just if after I saw Schindler's List, I'd see Bill shaved heads. I'm like, dude, did you fucking like? That's that's how much I couldn't tie it together. I was so affected by the movie. I was like, dude, did you just get out of fucking Auschwitz? And like, <laughs> dude, that happened like 60 years ago. <laughs> I just fucking shaved my head because yeah. it's like fucking it's summertime and it gets hot and I used right. to have long hair. I'm yeah. like, oh cool, man. Assalamu alaikum. Like, Is that even Jewish? I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just fucking uncomfortable right now. Uh, yeah. Speaking of being uncomfortable, I saw the movie 42 uh, over the weekend. And the Jackie Robinson story. Did you see it at the Magic Johnson Theaters? Uh, <laughs> I saw it at the Alamo Draft House, which is right next to the Comedy Club. Okay. And there was black people sitting right next to me. And that movie says the N-word an uncomfortable amount of times. Oh, does it really? I mean, well. How many times did you look over and check to see if they were laughing or not? Every time. <laughs> like, I don't know why I said laughing. I don't know. Yeah, why yeah, yeah. Laughing. No, I meant like. They weren't laughing. Like I, like, I just kept looking. Like, am I supposed to cheer? Am I supposed to. Like, but I'm cheering for Jackie. Or do, you, or do you lean over when you hear it and you go, hey, just so you know, I'm not cool with it either. Yeah. Or just like one of those, because I don't want to do some moment where like uh, the guy calls Jackie an N-word and then he then he gets a hit and I clap and they go, were you cheering the N-word or the clap? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to time your applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, go, go, Jackie. Like, yeah, yeah, go, Jackie. No, no, I was very, I'm cheering for base hits. Not, uh, it's like, hey, I'm from Los Angeles. I'm a Dodgers whips. fan. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that, yeah, that was a... That was definitely an uncomfortable situation. Like, and I would, I would imagine that would happen for any kind of type of movie where you see a certain group getting oppressed. If you're sitting next to that group, of course, like, oh man, of course, yeah, this has got to (laughs) suck. I mean, it's like it's like when I saw Oblivion, I was sitting next to this alien, and the whole time I was like, you know, hey, dude, like, I get (laughs) that you like you like Tom Cruise. But fuck you, dude. All right? I saw Independence Day. I saw what you tried to do to Jeff Goldblum. So suck my fucking dick. Uh, I did a show at a uh, Jewish community center from USC. Oh. The, the one I worked at. Oh, Hillel. Yeah, the Hillel. Yeah, the, the Hillel. Hillel. Yeah. Yeah. For, dude, forever, I, I thought that that meant hello in hello? Hebrew. Shalom means hello. Yeah. But I, but because it's so close, uh, so when I would see my Jewish friends when I was going you to USC, go, I'd be like, hello. Like, hello. <laughs> they would, Dude, they you would know what, though? Because you put the Jewish inflection on it, they probably just went along with it. They're like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> hello. Hello, Brad. <laughs> Dude, oh, my God. Dressing you up like an Orthodox Jew, by the way, would be fucking great. If the curls were dragging. Wait a minute. Dude, another great idea, dude. Because you know the fucking Orthodox Jews walk up and down La Brea where, right. where, in my neighborhood. Because like, there's mm-hmm. like six or seven like Orthodox um, synagogues. Yeah. Dude, put you in the full attire. There for sure are not dwarf Orthodox Jews anywhere. You and do with the long. We get the long hair braided. Oh, yeah, you walk around. You Absolutely. get like the hat and because what would they think? And then maybe get you to read some of the. I I don't know, man. I I would menorahs or fucking throwing Hanukkah gelt at kids. I would think motorboating and fucking reciting <laughs> the Shema. Right. 
I would think a dwarf Jew would be like the perfect kind of Jew because you because you guys are always looking for deals and, and, instead of half off. I'm half a person. Hilarious. Like I'm literally half a person. Oh, so, Jesus, like, so like so like so like the is, Jews look at me and go, "He's got this beat." See, man, <laughs> this is this is why this podcast is the fucking shit because we're coming from two just areas of life where like two you know the Jew and the dwarf world can create hours of conversation. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know why we haven't. Uh, uh, come up with the whole uh, dwarf Jew. Th- I mean, dwarf Jew was the one of the inglorious bastards that got cut out of dwarf Quentin Jew. Tarantino's final cut. They had they had bear Jew and then the less popular dwarf yeah. Jew. It was Which, also it was also one of the founding members of Captain Planet. It was Earth, Wind, Fire, Dwarf Jew. What the fuck? Uh, can we get heart in here? Because yeah, yeah. dw- dwarf Jew is just making it creepy. You, d- d- do you ever hear my old Captain Planet bit? No, I did, it? I've done it five times. Let me know right now if I should okay. do it. Again. So I would go. Uh, I go. It, the premise would be that there's always one person in a group of friends, friends that mm-hmm. feels like uh, just left out and on the outside. Like everyone has been that friend or knows right. that friend growing up. Mm-hmm. I go and even in fictional characters like Captain Planet, man. All these guys, uh, you know, they'd get together before they would go chase uh, or try to uh, um, pr- prevent a natural disaster they'd all put their rings in and, and chant at their powers you know yeah. earth wind fire water, water. Yeah. and then fucking a little indian boy in the corner hard <laughs> and everyone look over like what the fuck dude we're trying to stop a tsunami not reconcile somebody's marriage what the fuck are you doing hearts what are you doing dude go fucking sign the fan posters um, dude but the, and you're right like in, that kid was always like kind of like yeah they would, they, like, you know obviously i'm being a little bit you know heightening the ag- aggressive but it was a little bit of like the okay what was his name like Tamali or Ukman? 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 Makbud Abdul Rahim? Whatever it was. Makbud. Chest pass. Makbud Abdul Rahim. Yeah, right? Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but. Um, but but there are there there is that in every group. In the X Men, uh, it was uh, Jubilee. Uh, because I know I'm going back to the Jew thing, yeah. and that's not that's not like a racial slur. No, no, no. Her name it's was also actually delicious candy. <laughs> her name was actually Jubilee. Wow. Which which I, I think in South Park that was the name of the Jewish camping trip. That's I mean it's great. <laughs> they, yeah. they, it was. They call it they call the Jubilee. <laughs> but because uh, like you have Gambit who could like charge stuff up. Obviously Wolverine's got the claws and like Cyclops' lasers and the love out, out of his eyes. Yeah, and the love handles for Adam Ray. <laughs> and then Jubilee. Fireworks come out of her fingers, and, and not like rockets, not Roman candles, like spark- no sparklers, like sparklers. Like she's just like, uh, like, like look here, I'll, I'll write your name in the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> uh, put a camera on a really low shutter speed, and then I can slowly write your name, and then we can make a really cool Instagram photo. <laughs> yeah. That's my power. Wow. Like so, basically, the only time she would be useful is if it was like it, it's in the dead of night. There's no lights, and the plane has to land and can't see the runway. Thank God we have Jubilee here. <laughs> Jubilee would just be like, "All right, I can do something." Light up, like <laughs> she was. She was basically like a high-powered nightlight, and that and, and that was her power. She was. She her her, her nemesis was the light bright. <laughs> she every time she heard light bright, light bright, turn on the power of colored lights, you go fucking make it stop. That son of a bitch, That's- light bright. 
Oh my god! Oh, so I'm doing this. Jubilee. So I'm doing this show at the Hillow, and afterward it goes. Great. Which was a jubilee. Yes, it was a, it was a great jubilee, <laughs> and it's and I do a lot of. I end up like riffing on all this. I was like, I gotta have some Jewish material sure. about like the frat because there were a lot of kids in like this Greek system there. So that's what the Hillel House is. It's a no. The Hillel Jewish is frat. the Jewish community center. Jewish it's basically community like center. The, okay. the temple for on campus. Temple de Trojan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I moved in early with because there was a thing called Fresh Fest, which was for all the Jews. It was like moving moving early if you're Some a Jew day. Sounds like a casting call to be R. Kelly's girlfriend. Fresh Fest? <laughs> Fresh Fest. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe it was a Jewish moving camp. You know what? Let's, let's, let's check my, check my blog Fest. from fucking 2002 and you'll yeah, see exactly. what happened. But so, um, so the event was cool. And so I, I ended up riffing these jokes about like, you know what a shofar is? What's that? It's like the, um, it's a ram's horn that they blow on the high holy days like Rosh Hashanah to basically like. Um, is that like your version of the Ricola commercial? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, they do uh, say. Ricola. They do. No, they, do they go. Mm, like the, the rabbi will go. Takia. And the, and the guy will go. And they'll go. Takia Gadola. Are you serious? Yeah. So. I go, the Jew horn? It's a ram's horn, yeah. I can't remember exactly what it signifies. So I go, I go, hey, living a Jew frat. I go, people think like, oh, we just fucking said the Shema all the time. And go, no, man, I learned how to make a, a, a bong out of a shofar. I was like, and so the chance that people know, they go like, you know, Takia, I would be like, you know, Takia Doritos, whatever. Wait, so do do they like sound that horn when uh, like Walmart's having a sale? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Walmart's having a sale. Sound, sound the Jew horn. <laughs> sound the Jew horn. Thirty percent off boys' wear. Sound the Jew horn. No, that's the that's the fucking that's the Catholic fucking butt butt whistle. Yeah. I, I mixed my jokes. Yeah. I, I I apologize. Yeah, what would be the half off uh, thing the Jews would go crazy? Oh my for? god, uh, uh, caps, caps. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, ads, uh, food. Uh, I, I, Electronics? I don't know what the stereotypical Jew item from Walmart well, you, would be. You can't. What's well, like Geraldo used to say? If you're a Jew and you're shopping at Walmart, chances <laughs> are things are, your life hasn't gone according to plan. <laughs> what a great joke! Um, R.I.P. Greg Geraldo. Yeah, dude. Uh, but so 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 post show. Yeah. This is what happens at these Jewish mothers and Jewish. Girls, adult mm-hmm. girls, love to set up their friends with Jews. Yes. Especially, hey, man, uh, being a funny Jew, uh, girls like that because, um, hey, I was in a Jewish frat. I have mm-hmm. a lot of Jewish guy friends. A lot of them fucking have really awful senses of humor mm-hmm. um, because for whatever reason, man, they just <laughs> have a – you know. Um, also, they're just hey man. We're in the being in the field of comedy. We're just more. Sure. Uh, we've been doing it for a lot longer. Yeah, thinking you're pro. thinking in a comedic fashion. Sure. Uh, so post show, this girl goes, okay, she's adorable, and she yeah, immediately yeah. starts to try to like set me up with a friend, and and uh, and she's like, you're gonna love my friend. Let me give you her number. And I was like, well, what? And she goes, I think she'd probably want to get permission or yeah, something. Like you don't yeah. just call up. And I was always like, hey, this like, is a guy. Let's I go, fuck. I go, who is she? What does she <laughs> yeah. look like? She goes, she's great. She's funny. Uh oh. I go, let me Uh-oh. guess. And in a girl voice, I go, let me guess. She's amazing. She goes, she it. Hey. <laughs> She and knew I was your like, trick. Yeah, and I was like, like, yo, what girl has not pitched her friend as being mm-hmm. unbelievable? So you're trying to set somebody up on a blind date or, 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 or um, uh, you know, just sell your friend as a pitch. No girl is ever going to be like, you're going to love Catherine. She's, you know, she's, uh, she's six foot nine. Her, her, you know, she's got 20 cats. She's cockeyed. And her breath smells <laughs> like shit. You know, you're never going to go, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm free. Never. Right. Uh, <laughs> so she's trying to pitch me. And then I was just like, yeah, she, she keeps forcing the number on me. 
And she's like, mm-hmm. you got to call. I said, like, can I at least get her name? And she's like, why, are you going to look her up on Facebook? I'm like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I have no face. For all I know, you're setting me up with someone who doesn't have a face. I don't, <laughs> like, I'm assuming that right. by you just being like, hey, here's a set of digits. Sure. Call them and then f- fall in love. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. obviously the friend, she, and she has all these plans right away. She's just like, because oh, all she knows of me is 20 minutes on a stage with a microphone. It's like, you, mm. don't, know, you don't know that I have, you know, um, you yeah. know. Got issues? You know that my parents, uh, you know, got divorced and got back together uh, when I was eight. Uh, Adam? What? They didn't get back together. That was just what a guy told you on the playground. What? <laughs> Re- reenacting Adam Ray's childhood. Oh, uh, yeah, but see, here's, but here, see, here's the code, though, is that when a woman is describing her friend to you, whenever she starts off with, she's, she's funny, she's amazing, she's a great listener, you're going, how much does she weigh? How does, yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. I mean, that's... No, but it's like the looks department. Like, because also, let's ladies, not fucking beat her on the bush, man. People, you, you're, the physical attraction part is a It's big, an important part. Yo, it's, it's an important part. You, 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 you can argue It's an important say, part early on. And then, like, obviously, yeah. like, all the other stuff is just as important. Sense of humor. Sure. Uh, getting along, being able to talk. Because, yeah, like, once you get into your 60s and 70s. Uh, right. You know, if you haven't fucking, you know, gotten trapped in the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> and you're still kicking alive, you yeah. somehow got out, then you got to yeah. have things to talk about in, in, in common. And, exactly. You know, it's, you know, maybe the sex has gone away. Hopefully not. Yeah. Uh, when I'm 70, I'm, you know, I'm just going to be just a, I mean. Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you know what's funny? When I hear people that Keep you, the voice, Adam, and you will. Dude, what's my voice going to be like when I'm 70? Uh, th- that, like this? Or, I think, because like, look at like Morgan Freeman. Like, he was talking like this when he was 25, probably. <laughs> and now he's pushing 70, and it's just a little bit deeper. <laughs> yeah, so your voice might get even deeper. Wow. You're, so you're, so you're going to be like Ben Stein when you get older. Fry. What if it just got Julia? Oh, just slower and Jewy. Wait, how's Ben Stein talk? Fry, Bueller. Oh yeah, that's right. Bueller. I was in Richard Nixon's cabinet. <laughs> Bueller. I hosted Ben Stein's money. I discovered Jimmy Kimmel. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna get to that point, man. All right. It does make me though when I hear about like because uh, I've had friends that have even taken Viagra as jokes, mm-hmm. and I just have not done that yet because oh, I don't fucking you never done it? No, dude. Oh, I have. Yo, oh, it, dude, it's a trip. Yo, at this point, I have yet to have problems with that. Yeah. Um, so, but also, I think the knowing that what it can do to your heart, the the panics I've had on pot brownies at Disneyland, fucking <laughs> going up to Winnie the Pooh and being like, "Hey, man, my heart's about to pop out of my chest." Can you point me in the direction of the nearest first aid station? And having that motherfucker stay in character and just go, and give me like the big hands up, and I'm like, "Hey, Pooh Bear, you want to fucking drop the act for a minute? Right. Put I, down I, the honey really and show me where the fucking band aids are and the EKG machine, man, dude." Uh, when when I did it, so I, I can't deal with Viagra because I, yeah. I know that they, like it's oh, your speak, heart's gonna yeah I, I don't know because don't isn't that one of the side effects or like um I don't know when I did it I just kind of did it because I thought how well, long did it go for all night like it I mean I guess they, they or, or so here's the thing it goes for like two hours and then it goes down but then. After that, you flick that thing. You a, a breeze and bam, Wait, right now, back up. Now, does it stay erect after you uh, finish? Yeah. Uh, if you do it early enough, yeah. Like if you pop the pill, you're hard, and then like two minutes later, bam, you're, yeah, you're still you're still good. Because my recovery time is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm assuming if you just if you want if you're like. Well, we have uh, – if you ever have a situation, Adam, where, where you have 47 women and only one night to please them all. 
well, then maybe you might have some assistance. That's I, all I'm going to say. <laughs> I wish I could tell you I could please all of you at the same time. <laughs> Thankfully, I can with Viagra. Morgan Freeman's Viagra. <laughs> Whether you're in a prison or you're playing God, you can fuck all night and all day long. Just make sure you purchase your Viagra with Visa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Visa. Helping cocks fill with blood since 1947. <laughs> or maybe it was 45. <laughs> Where are we off to, Miss Daisy? <laughs> yeah, uh, I got worried when, when I took it because I, I thought me being smaller... Like it wouldn't just go to my dick. Like, like me being a midget it would just make my like my whole body hard. Yeah, it, like, was like that I would question just, you ask your doctor. Uh, I didn't get it from a doctor, dude. You got it from a Seven Eleven. You got it from a guy named fucking <laughs> yeah, exactly. Abdul <laughs> make sure you take this. Make sure you take it with water or Gatorade. I don't know. He's, you know he sees you buying. He's like, I don't know if I should sell this to you. It might make your penis turn into a frog. What? I don't know. Isn't that what happens to your dick when you fill it with pills? I think you read that from Stamos, man. Stamos! Dude, Stamos is becoming the fucking interrupting Danza. He is. Like, you have interrupting Danza. We're going to have to have both of them on. I have Stamos. <laughs> da- uh, Danza will have to meet Stamos when we eventually have Stamos on. And that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Wait, so what, okay, so what happened? So you, all right, so you. Yeah, I mean, I, I popped uh, it. That's a story, basically. I mean, I got it hard for, like, a long-ass time. And uh, it, it, it was good. That's all I'm going to say. It, so, uh, I mean, don't don't be popping it like Pez. You know, don't have don't don't have a Pez dispenser with Bob Dole as the head, and then you're just popping Viagra every yeah, two I mean, seconds. That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> um, two people that will never be um, uh, coming into contact with Viagra are my nieces. And, uh, Jansen, <laughs> what a transition, Jansen, Adam Ray. This video because I was um, home, home a few weeks ago, and okay. obviously Bieber's been in the news a lot with the whole um, Anne Frank stuff that we talked about, right? And then uh, he just, there's a video of him getting attacked on stage. Funny. This kid rushes the stage, and then another kid tries to grab him off, and then the piano flips really and the girl and the video taken by these girls they freak out they're like oh my god and one of them goes justin oh my god because the piano flips it looks like it flips on top of them like the fucking house on the wicked witch of the east oh wow and so they're freaking out that would have been like the teenage girl version of the kennedy zapruder film oh yeah like that's what oh, they would yeah. watch frame by frame yeah. <laughs> like this is the part where the piano flips on being oh yeah it was kind of nuts um <laughs> so anyway so i sat down with my nieces who were three and a half okay and they know who bieber is they listen to the music all right it's they safe sing it. it's safe for them it's and good i asked a series of questions because i'm like hey i want to get to the bottom of true believers mm-hmm. and see what it is about bieber that's so appealing so okay jansen it's- do you guys like justin bieber are you guys believers? They're nodding. Do you think Anne Frank would have been a believer? <laughs> yeah. Is Justin Bieber going to be the next Michael Jackson? Uh-huh. Do you think Justin Bieber could beat up Phil Collins in a fight? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think Justin Bieber has small nipples? No. If Justin Bieber <laughs> ran for president, would you vote for him? Yeah. Do you think Justin Bieber would play ping pong with us? Yeah. Is his music good? No. <laughs> if Justin Bieber came out with a cologne called Poop Pants, would you still buy it? Mm-hmm. If Justin Bieber played Will Smith in a movie, would you go see it? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Do you think Justin Bieber and Billy Ocean should team up for a Christmas album? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Who's a better singer, Justin Bieber or Selena Gomez? Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez? Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Do you think Justin Bieber has a hairy back? Uh-huh. <laughs> do you think Justin Bieber pees his pants? This is great. Yeah. Do you think he tells anybody about it, or do you think he just wears pee pants all day? Pee pants all day. 
Do you think Justin? By the way, Bieber I think uh, Pete Pants all day play, uh, played Coachella. <laughs> change it to Bieber book. <laughs> Can I go see a Justin Bieber concert by myself in a leather jacket? No. Is Justin Bieber the greatest dancer of all time? No. Who is? Usher? No, actually, Adam. I'm the best dancer of all time? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you don't know how much I needed that today. <laughs> Stop well played, Adam Ray. Unbelievable, right? Their timing. I mean, There's I asked a- him probably ten more questions than that, but like the the variety, like yeah, the fucking, them both saying no to the to the um, hairy nipples. <laughs> they both <laughs> at the def- same time. Yeah, that was the only one they both were in agreement on. Right, right, right. Yeah, then they both didn't like his music. That was great. Pee pants all day, like Pee-pants. so, like gave him options, man. I didn't tell her. <laughs> I didn't tell her to say that shit. Pee pants all day, Yo, man. That, that's straight from the from the true fans, man. Yeah. I, I you know, I want Bieber to, to see that so he really knows that you know, that hey, just because they're 3 doesn't mean they don't fucking have developed opinions <laughs> about his music and his pee styles. Exactly. Yeah, see? That was fun. Another classic about last night episode in the books. Thanks for listening, folks. A lot of fun guests coming up in the next couple weeks, so continue to rate and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com to get all the episodes that you haven't heard, like Paul Feig, Lisa Kudrow, Dan Cook, Whitney Cummings, Michael Yo, Ben Glee, Bobby Lee, and coming up, of course, Rick Glassman from Undateable, Adam Devine from Workaholics, Tom Arnold, Bert Kreischer, Melissa McCarthy, and, of course, John Stamos in about a month from now. Tell your friends. Subscribe so you don't miss all these episodes. Go to the aboutlastnightpodcast.com website. Click on the Amazon banner to do your shopping through that site so we can get a couple shekels for our clothes uh, or for Brad's baby clothes for his nephew, but also for him. Continue to follow us on Twitter at FunnyBrad, at AdamRayComedy. Tweet at us about the podcast, hashtag AboutLastNight. Uh, thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. Detroit, good night. <laughs> listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.